How do Japanese oolongs differ from other oolong teas? In this video, we're going to compare a Japanese oolong tea from Miyazaki Prefecture with a Gabo oolong to see how the two flavors differ. Japanese oolongs are quite rare, but they can make for a unique and flavorful addition to your tea collection. Let's try it out. Okay, so what we have here is two different types of oolong. On the right, we have the Gabo oolong, and on the left, we have a Japanese oolong. So this is the comparison I've been wanting to do for a long time. And finally, I have both the teas together, both a uh, kind of Chinese-style oolong and a Japanese oolong. So the Japanese oolong is coming from Miyazaki Sabo. Uh, this is a talented farmer in Miyazaki Prefecture in southern Japan. So oolong is very rare in Japan as a whole, but there's a few different pockets that produce it. And we finally found a very talented farmer that we're happy to be working with, and he produces an excellent quality oolong tea. So this is now available on our website. If at any point you're interested in trying it, uh, please check out the link below. So we're going to be doing a comparison between these two teas here. For the Chinese style oolong, I'm going to be using a some variation of like a Yixing clay teapot. And for the Japanese, of course, I'm going to be using the Kyusu teapot. So pretty similar, actually very similar in terms of water capacity. This one's a little smaller. Uh, this one's a little bit bigger. But we're going to try to keep things as standard as possible while still kind of respecting each style of brewing for each particular tea. I have about five grams of each tea here. I didn't measure it out, but I like to think that at this point, I can kind of eyeball it. So for this, I'm going to be using different temperatures, actually. So I'm going to be using 75 to 80 degrees Celsius for the Chinese-style oolong. And what I'm going to do for the other one is I'm actually going to cool off the water a little bit because it it works best at a lower water temperature. And one way that you can cool it off is pour it into a glass beforehand, let it sit for 10 seconds or so. This usually drops the temp by like 10 degrees Celsius. So I'm gonna use a brewing time of one minute for both of these teas. Prepared it first. Very slow pour on this teapot. So the water level is very different between these two teas, but I think that it's enough to get a good assessment of the flavor of the two teas and compare them. So first, the Chinese-style oolong, Gabba oolong. It's really good. It's very nutty. It's kind of got this roasted flavor to it. It is a roasted tea. It definitely on these, even though it's about the same color more or less, it's definitely heavier on these more roasted flavors. Japanese oolong, it's much lighter, much more flowery. A little bit creamy as well, like uh, Jin Shuan milk oolong. So the Japanese oolongs tend to be much lighter. There are some roasted oolongs, but amongst the category in general, it's more common to have an unroasted oolong. So these very kind of flowery, light, perfumey, almost milky oolongs. So oolong is a very diverse category, as you know, because it's a partially oxidized tea. So it could be either very close to a green tea, or it could be very close to a black tea, and everywhere in between. So, you know, oolong teas can take on a whole different assortment of flavors. Get a smell of the wet leaves. As just as you would expect, this one's super flowery in the aroma. It's almost got a little bit, a little bit of sweetness to it, like clover honey. It's just super flowery, a tiny bit of honey. Mmm. 
also very good. It's a little bit, a little bit more spicy, a little bit cinnamony. Definitely kind of these warmer baked notes. Start with this one. You see a big color difference. That floral note is kind of dissipating a little bit from the wet leaves. But it's still there. It's kind of a nice, now it's kind of like a nice lilac flavor of the Gabba Oolong. Yeah, that's nice. It's getting much sweeter, much more warming. Kind of get this more that sweetened toasted almonds a little bit from that one. The Japanese oolong, yeah, still super flowery. It's a it's losing a little bit of its thickness, so it's a little bit less milky, a little bit less creamy, but it's still got that kind of sweet flowery note. This one's starting to pick up strength versus this one, and one of the reasons that could be is because the leaves are more tightly rolled. So if you Take a look at these, now it's hard to see, but you see these, these leaves, they just are starting to open up, so they're still really kind of compressed in there. Whereas these leaves, much more opened. Because if you look at the, the shape that they started in, these ones were already you know pretty loosely rolled, whereas these ones were tightly rolled into that, um, that bowl shape. And I think that has something to do with, you know, this one's more like a timed release because it's so tightly rolled. You get more flavor throughout, you know, three, four, five infusions. Whereas this one, I think you get more of the flavor initially and then it starts to dissipate quickly. So I would say that's, that's one big difference between these two other than the flavor is the, um, the timed release of the infusion. So this one is starting to lose flavor with the second infusion, although it's still very flavorful. And this one actually picked up flavor after uh, the first infusion. Okay, so we're still getting this big color difference between the two. Mm. Yeah, this is almost like a repeat of the second one. I'd say it's a little bit sweeter, a little bit less roasted. Yeah, I would say overall the flavor is just getting a little bit weaker with the third brewing. And this normally wouldn't happen if I was using a very high leaf to water ratio like with a Gaiwan. But because I'm using this brewing style that's a little more close to the, the Japanese brewing style, the flavor is dissipating after the third brewing. This one still has lots of flavor. Let's see, we still get an aroma. It just keeps getting fainter and fainter, but it's still there. You still get this really nice floral aroma coming from the leaves. So I think that just about does it for now. I'll do more videos like this in the future, but we, I think we have a good idea of the differences between these two teas. If you're a fan of more of these flowery oolongs, I would definitely recommend checking out the Miyazaki Sabo Oolong. We're really happy to finally have an oolong tea that meets our standards. We've been traveling around Japan for the past few years now looking for the best teas grown without the use of pesticides or chemicals. And finally, we stumbled upon a rare Japanese oolong tea that we're happy to share with everybody. So definitely go ahead and pick up the Miyazaki Sabo oolong. If you're interested in the Kyusu teapot, you can find that on our website as well. 
and you can even get a free QSU teapot when you sign up for the monthly tea club. So this is a monthly delivery service where you get the best teas we found from all over Japan shipped to you every month for a 16% discount. And the first month we're going to send you a free QSU teapot. So definitely a good program to be a part of. If you have any questions about green tea or tea in general, please feel free to leave them in the comments below. And until then, we'll see you next time.